All right, and welcome back to another episode of Who's Lifting Today. I'm here with Meredith Kane. Meredith is going to talk to us about how her journey started with a very like weight loss focus and how it later transitioned into a lot more uh, strength and performance and health. Meredith, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thanks for having me, Mark. So tell us a bit about, first of all, like where you started, like how you got into exercise just in general and what was the focus and then kind of go into where it is now, you know, feel free to take as much time as you need for that story. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so I grew up as an active kid. I'm an only child, but I grew up on a dead end street, lots of kids in the neighborhood. So I was just always doing something. Um, and you know, I was the kid that tried all the sports and then I fell in love with basketball and that was pretty much my primary focus through uh, high school. And then I played a little bit of club in college. Um, but in the off season to keep myself entertained, um, I would do cross country and track um, because, you know, they were simple, easy and I didn't have to learn another skill. Right. So I could just do basketball and then run um, the rest of the year. Um, but then I developed some foot issues and I had to stop running. Um, if I want to continue with basketball and that led to weight gain, right. And I'm in like 10th grade. I'm not really paying attention to what I eat. Cause I don't need to, cause I'm so active. I'm running sure. miles per week. So I gained weight. I truly didn't really notice until one day a loved one pointed out. And then from there it kind of flipped a switch and it was just, you know, a 10 plus year downward spiral and spiral into trying to lose weight, disordered eating, obsessing about what I was eating. Um, really bad food anxiety, you know, really bad self, you know, uh, self-confidence issues, appearance issues. Um, and yeah, so I, I had a little bit of exposure to strength training during basketball and track seasons. They put us in the weight room a little bit. Um, and then in college, I was just going to the gym to, you know, burn calories, lose weight, um, sort of because I felt like I had to type of thing, not necessarily because I really enjoyed going to the gym. Sure. Um, and then, in my junior year of college, someone was like, hey, have you ever heard of CrossFit? And I was like, no idea what that is. Um, and I looked it up and there was a local box um, near my school in Delaware and I was hooked instantly. Um, and I, I loved it, I love CrossFit and it really got me more into um, the strength training side of things. Um, and, but still, even in my first few years of CrossFit, I was going for weight loss, right? Um, still not really paying attention to all of what I was eating. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just going to CrossFit. I knew that I was decently strong. I could move weight pretty well. Um, but it, my focus really was still just trying to lose weight um, because I was still uncomfortable in my body. <laughs> still uncomfortable in my body, still not eating great, not doing great mentally. Um, and then one day I was watching a YouTube video that had a bunch of elite CrossFit, uh, female CrossFit athletes in it. And one of them had said, you know, it's so nice to work out, um, to focus on what your body can do, not just what it looks like. And, and it literally was like, you know, the sky opens up and the angels are singing like epiphany move, uh, moment for me. I, I had the thought that somebody exercised for a reason other than burning calories and losing weight was so foreign to me. And it just absolutely blew my mind. And, and ever since that video, it's, it's been a mix of both, right? So I'm in a place now where you know, if my focus is maintenance and I focus on maintenance, if I'm looking to put on muscle, I do that. If I'm looking, um, for fat loss, um, I do that, but it's not just this constant pursuit of weight loss. I'm also 
you know, trying to get my, my lifting numbers up, work on my form, just, you know, be in the best shape I can. Um, I'm 30 now. So, you know, it's all downhill from there. All my joints are crying now. So I'm just doing the best. No, it's not true. (laughs) I know. I know it's really not, but truthfully, like I'm, you know, we're hoping to have a family soon. So I'm really focusing on my health and making sure I have the strong enough, strongest body I can to, um, you know, make and raise a kid versus just focusing on weight loss. Cause for, you know, at least 10 years, that's the only reason I exercised, even, even when I got into, you know, CrossFit and strength training. Yeah, that's great. I want to be clear. 30 is not the tipping point. I hear this all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just yeah. kidding. I'm bringing my 65 year old client into here who deadlifts 210 and we're going to have a talk. No, I'm kidding. No, I truly uh, <laughs> go at CrossFit and at gyms. Like I work out with people twice my age who lift great. They're totally fine. It's definitely not an age thing at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know you're kidding for sure. Um, when you wanted to lose weight originally, I think this is like important when having this conversation when people want to like move away from weight loss into strength training. What is it? about like, why do you want to lose weight? Like, what is the focus there? Is it because you perceived it as being healthier? Is it because it was for a certain look? Like, cause you had like a 10 year kind of focus on mm-hmm. weight loss, right? Like, as you said, and I, I would just love to know, like at the time, what did you think weight loss was going to give you? Like, if you got to whatever that number was or whatever that goal was, like what, what was the reward? I think I, I can't speak for all females when they pursue it, but I think course, yeah. it's the key to everything, right? Like the key to finding love, happiness, acceptance, fixing your credit score, passing your exams. I don't know. You think it's the key to everything, right? You just think if, if I just check this box, then everything will be better. Um, and truthfully that, uh, that's not how it works like at all. Um, it's actually funny. I just had this realization as I was, um, as I was talking to you is that the longer that I focused on weight loss, actually the more weight that I gained. Right. And I didn't like the longer I kept focusing on weight loss, the more weight that I gained and and the unhappier I got. And it's because, you know, I was doing all the things you shouldn't do for pursuing weight loss, extreme diets and that thing, and then binging and all that. But I think I just thought that weight loss was going to fix it all. Right. Um, I'd feel more comfortable in my body. I'd, you know, find love, all that stuff that you, that normal, you know, young females think weight loss is going to do for you, but really it, it, nothing happened until <laughs> I really didn't find, you know, happiness or feel better in my body until I really addressed the mental health side of things. It really had nothing to do with my weight on the scale. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think that's important to talk about because I, I think a lot of people believe what you believed in the past where it was mm-hmm. like, if I just lose these 30 pounds, like I'm, my health is going to be better. My life's going to be better that this is like the silver bullet to like all of your problems. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we don't really see that, unfortunately, like it's sad, but like, and, and sometimes it's advertised that way to be totally fair, like depending on who you look up online or depending on who your sources are, sometimes it is like, man, if you just lose 30 pounds, like everything's going to just align, everything's going to be perfect. Um, and I think it's, you know, unfortunately just not the case. One thing I want to talk to you about as well is like, so getting into strength training. So CrossFit's very common for that. I think CrossFit mm-hmm. is, you know, it's a class setting. It's got like the social environment to it. CrossFit isn't necessarily just strength focused. It covers a lot of different things, but mm-hmm. a lot of people do enter the strength world like that. Do you recommend more people do that? Like that CrossFit is a good entrance into strength training, or do you think it's only for like a certain kind of person? Um, I think, I mean, I think anyone can do CrossFit. Um, I do think, like you said, it's a really great gateway because it's that community setting, you know, there's people supporting you. Most people are focusing on what they're doing. They're not like judging you. Um, 
And I think that anybody could enter through CrossFit, but truthfully, whatever way somebody wants to get into strength training is what I would recommend, to be honest. Um, I think it's also less intimidating than in investing in like a personal trainer, which I totally am here for, just because, you know, there's that group mentality mindset that like, if I'm with other people, then all the attention won't be just on me type of thing. Um, but I think it is, I think CrossFit's a great starting point again, as long as, you know, you're going to a gym that has really good qualified trainers who know when to stop you. If your form's not great, if you're putting too right. much weight on, they're, they're still giving where, some guidance. Yeah. Right. Cause that's where CrossFit gets a bad rap. But, and I truly, if a gym's got an intro course or a prep course, that's the gym I would go with because they're taking the time to teach you the basics before throwing you into class with everybody else. Yeah, I think that's important too, is that like, and this is the answer that I've heard a lot about CrossFit is that CrossFit, it really depends on the gym mm-hmm. and that like, which is, which honestly is true for a lot of training that like, you right. really, it's not about just like, just CrossFit or like there, there are bad strength coaches as well that exist sure. that are also, um, one of the things that I have found at least in, because I am not a scary person at all, is no. that what I've noticed is that when people want to enter strength training, one of the concerns they have, and I think CrossFit has this on like a branding level, not necessarily on like the community level, is that the messaging is decently aggressive. Mm-hmm. And the messaging is kind of like, like the no pain, no gain. Strength training has this problem too. Bodybuilding is like particularly aggressive in its messaging. And I think there are some people that really benefit from that and find that inspirational and like motivational and Um, like it moves them to get into the gym, but, and this has been like my experience. And I work with a lot of women who are like this because I'm not scary is that there are a lot of women who want to get into strength training, but that's way too aggressive for them to start off with. Like they're too nerve. They're already kind of nervous about it. They're worried about like, if they have what it takes or like, if they, you know, are going to be doing the right things out of the gate and that kind of messaging, almost stops them from ever starting, or maybe they do one or two classes and it was way too hardcore of messaging for them. And that like, Mm -hmm. they end up never really coming back. I kind of want to know like your thoughts on that on like, I'm not saying like all CrossFit gyms do this. I've just kind of noticed this as like a widespread messaging, almost like a branding issue more than like any individual gym where like, it seems to be that there's a lot of like very aggressive messaging. And while that caters to some people, um, there are a lot of people that were like missing entirely because we don't have like another version of that messaging. It's funny you say that because I've, I've seen where gyms have changed their name to take CrossFit out of the name because it's intimidating for people um, or they just, you know, they offer more different types of classes than just CrossFit. Sure. Um, I do think that CrossFit, right, because, you know, the first thing, if you Google CrossFit, you're going to come up with CrossFit, you know, headquarters, CrossFit games, like most of those things people aren't doing on a daily basis in a normal CrossFit gym. Are they programmed? Yes, but there's different levels, right? And, and the thing that CrossFit doesn't talk about a lot as a brand is the scaling options, the meeting you where you're at thing, which is 100% what they do in every single gym or they should be doing, right? I know they do it in my gym, they meet you where you're at. We're not gonna just throw a 35 pound barbell and throw 45s on each side and give it to you, right? We're gonna start you off with the PVC pipe or the 15 pound um, barbell. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely something that's left out of the conversation. It's definitely a barrier to entry because I think when people hear CrossFit or Olympic lifting or powerlifting or weightlifting in general, they think that everyone's picking up a hundred pound dumbbells right. and throwing them around. And that's not how it works at all. Um, and, and for a lot of females, especially who, you know, want to, you know, improve their health or, or lose fat, build muscle, um, you know put off the nursing home, whatever it is, strength training is by far one of the best things you can do. 
but because of where it's come from with, you know, the bodybuilders, of the eighties, that type of thing, there's right. such a big barrier to entry. So I think, I think just having conversations like this, increasing the awareness that like, no, it's not scary and no, you're not going to, you know, start off with a hundred pound dumbbell, but you could also probably do more than a five pound dumbbell. So it's just having, yeah. I think conversations like this. Yeah. Let's talk about that actually. Cause it's been like my opinion. I would love to know, like when you started strength training, obviously you've become very strong now and we can like definitely mm-hmm. talk about where you are. But I would love to know, you know, what were your expectations of going into strength training? Because it's been my experience with like the women that I've worked with that like it's wildly underestimated how strong they can become. Like that's been that like the idea of like, well, what could I achieve in three to six months? Is that like the number they think they can lift is way lower um, than what actually happens or like, which is cool, which makes it a cool process. Um, I would love to know kind of like what you expected going into strength training or yeah. And then like kind of what actually happened. Um, I truly, so I knew that I was like, Oh, like, okay. Strong because I had done some lifting before, but truly had no idea what to expect. Um, I knew that I was pretty good at deadlifting cause I could, I could move pretty decent weight starting mm-hmm. off. Um, but in terms of, you know, strength training, I really had no idea. Um, but over time I've started to learn what are decent, you know, kind of weights I can rep out and what, and how to build. So, and, and, and that's another thing with CrossFit, especially if, if you're paying attention and tracking what you do, you learn a lot about yourself and what you're capable of over time. And I still think depending on the person, there is some underestimation, right? So I still underestimate myself sometimes um, and don't think I can do a weight. And then I hit it pretty easily. And my coaches are like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Why are we even worried? Yeah. Right. Right. So I think, I think it, it's the whole learning process. And, you know, it's taken me nine years to learn what I'm capable of, what I need to work on, what mm-hmm. I'm decent at type of thing. Yeah. Well, maybe we don't have to talk about like when you just started into strength training, because you said you kind of came into it already pretty strong. Why don't we talk about like when you started lifting weights, like just in general, like you finally kind of focused on that. Maybe it was still part of the, when you were more focused on weight loss, but like, let's kind of talk about how you got into lifting weights at all. And then we can, you know, kind of go from there. Yeah. I mean, I started back in high school in gym class. Cause it was just like, I've always been like one of the boys, right? So I grew up a tomboy. So I've always been like the athletic, one of the boys type of people. So like, it was just kind of came naturally to pick up a barbell or a dumbbell mm-hmm. and try it out. Um, and I, I always, I did always pride myself on being strong. Um, but I don't think I really knew what that meant. Right. I knew that I can move more weight than a lot of the girls in my gym class in high school, or I could keep up with the boys, but that's always been kind of my baseline. Sure. Um, I mean, I know no one can see me, but I'm five, eight, uh, I'm built like my dad who's six, four. So like I'm built like a linebacker. So certain things I'm just predisposed to be okay at. Um, so when I started weightlifting, it really, again, it was really just about weight loss. I thought I was just exercising to lose weight. I had no idea about sure. building strength, but once I started focusing on strength, that's when I started paying attention to technique and tracking my weights and, and watching myself build. And, and, and there comes a point where you just have to like try it to see if you can do the weight. And if you fail, then you fail and you try again next time type of thing. Um, right. so it's within, you know, being safe and not sacrificing form. Of course. Yeah. 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 I think it's important is that you don't need to start off, you know, lifting all the weight. In fact, most people don't like most no. people don't just walk into the gym and they are just like deadlifting 225 out of the gate or anything like that. That's a pretty rare person that exists, mm-hmm. but that, you know, I think that's important too, is that, cause I think a lot of the time we see highlight reels, mm-hmm. um, especially online. 
And, you know, we kind of see like, wow, this person was amazing. I think this is like one of the reasons why people are worried about going into the gym because they're worried they're going to get thrown like a heavy weight out of the gate. And that like, this is all a process. Like the beginners started with like lighter weights and worked their way up. And that if you want to be strong like that, like you can, but you know, it's not going to be week one. It doesn't have to be week one. And that, you know, with good training, like lighter weights is fine. It's all about kind of increasing from where you were. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so other than CrossFit, cause I want to make sure I want to give the most options to get into strength training. Like, you know, I have my programming, there's CrossFit that exists. What have you noticed that's benefited other women into like getting into strength training that you would, that you would recommend? Um, I think that right now I think orange theory is super popular and I don't, okay. you know, I've never done orange theory, but I know that there is that, that tracking component of both weights and, and times and markers that just helps people focus on things other than the scale. Um, and I know that there's a lot of like, I used a heavier dumbbell today during this workout where, you know, last time I did it, I used a lighter one. So I think that's a good, uh, um, kind of less intimidating, uh, entry into strength training. Um, other ones are just like at home workouts. So there's so many at home workouts now that, you know, you can use stuff you have at home. Um, you can follow a lot of videos. There's a lot of programming for at home, which might be more comfortable for someone because they are in their own home and they're figuring it out on their own kind of, but with some type of guidance. Right. Sure. Um, I do think we're in a place where it's, it's there where I live. There's not like power, not a lot of powerlifting classes or, or, you know, Olympic lifting classes, there's kettlebell classes, that type of thing. Um, so I think there's a lot of different options. I think it's depends on where you live and what you're, what you're kind of looking for. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I would say agree. though, I think CrossFit is the first time a lot of people touch a barbell. I know it's the first time I really kind of touched a barbell. Uh, agreed. Yeah. That's actually one of the things that I really want to debunk over time is that I think people picture barbells as this, like, well, if you're a power lifter or a weightlifter, you could use them. But like really outside of that, like they're not really, you know, they're not meant for that. And I, I want to be like, the barbell is just a really useful tool. Like it's mm -hmm. just, especially as you get stronger. And once you get past like kind of that beginner level, a good example of this is like a goblet squat. Like, so for anybody who is goblet squats, like you put the, you hold the weight at your chest and then you squat up and down. Like that's the whole movement. And that's fine for beginners. But eventually you get to the point where like, if you're goblet squatting 60, 70, 80 pounds, which like does happen for like women that I work with, that it becomes harder to hold the dumbbell mm -hmm. than it is to actually do the exercise. And this is kind mm -hmm. of like one of the nice things about barbells is that like the barbell back squat is just very loadable. Like that's, you can, you can do much more weight for longer periods of time and like even with like barbells that aren't made as high quality, like they usually go up to at least 500 pounds. And like, that's going to be enough for most people. And I really want to kind of like remove the stigma of the barbell is that like, mm -hmm. it is a really useful tool for like almost everybody and that you right. don't need to necessarily just do dumbbells or just do bands. And that by not using the barbell, you might actually be missing out on like a lot of really great exercises, especially as you get stronger and I kind of want to, you know, I think CrossFit's great for that. Unfortunately, a lot of the other ones that like the, the classes and like orange, I've never heard of someone using a barbell in orange theory. No, they um, don't like, there. yeah. And a lot of the times that like, I find a lot of those classes are great for, um, just getting started into like those classes. My mom mm -hmm. did orange theory. So I have like a little bit of knowledge into that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
if you want to take it to that next level, like if you actually want to become like strong and like do pull-ups and like lift a lot of weight, unfortunately, this is kind of where like either going into something like CrossFit or like actually getting some one-on-one kind of guidance is going to be mm-hmm. needed. It's great for an introduction. So I'm not like saying people shouldn't do them, but I find that those are really good as step one. But if you want to go to step two, step three, step four, and like how strong you can become that this is, you're going to need something different than those classes. That makes sense. Right. And I think, I think people are just scared of looking dumb, but like, sure. They just need to hear like, it's a, you're going to look awkward with the first time you pick up a barbell. You're probably not going to hold it totally correctly. Your mobility, you're going to be, you know, stretching uh, muscles that you haven't actually like, you know, stretched before your front rack's going to be weird. Like, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's normal. Um, and I think that's one of the first things that I, why I liked CrossFit is that besides the fact that I did the prep course, like no one was like, you look goofy or like, you look ridiculous. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like people want, or people are there to help you get better. Like not just the coaches, but everyone in the class, but it's okay to look dumb. And I know it's hard because there's people that suck and will make fun of you if you're using machine wrong or doing something wrong at the gym, but like nobody knew what they were doing the first time they picked up a barbell. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't, it's not something that comes naturally for anyone. You have to learn. And that's totally cool because the benefits of incorporating a barbell into your strength training far outweigh looking silly long-term. Yeah. And I think, I think it's like, we all started somewhere. I think that's super important. I have yet to see someone deadlift for the first time. And it was just like amazing. Like they got the form down, they got the hip hinge movement, everything's where it's supposed to be. Um, that, that requires a little bit of practice and that's fine. And that's why we learn with like simpler modifications a lighter weight. And then once you have the form down, we can like move into like how strong you really are. And like, that's fine. Like that is a natural part of the process. And there's like, you don't need to be amazing out of the gate. Like we don't need to be this prodigy that comes into it. None of us were, I wasn't like, we don't have to like be like we don't we don't have to be these amazing athletes right you know on day one that that like that comes with time and that's part of the process so no i really appreciate you letting me know about that yeah yeah what's one piece of advice if you haven't already said it already that like we want more women's strength training we want more women stronger what's like what's your number one piece of advice if someone's listening and they're trying to get into strength training how do what what would you recommend uh i would recommend trusting yourself and your body right so I hear all the time like oh I could never do that I could never you know pick that up I could never but what if you could you know I thought for a long time I would never get a pull up or I'd never do a double under or I would you know never clean over a certain weight but like you can and I think a lot of women just see something and automatically just write it off but like you got to trust yourself a little bit no you're not going to do it the first time you're probably not going to do it like the first hundred times but you just have to have a little trust in yourself that you are capable of it and you're capable of learning, right? It's that growth mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You really do have to like believe in yourself, not necessarily that you can do it right away, but that Mm -hmm. like you can eventually do that. And I think that that's fine too. And I also want to caveat that like whatever, again, like I mentioned this in previous in the podcast, but whatever you think your strength is, it's probably you're probably mm-hmm. underrating yourself. Like this has been like my personal opinion, like, uh, or not my, no, I, this is personal. I have data. I have facts on this. <laughs> um, I have like, 
um, that, you know, women can deadlift their body weight in like less than three months. Like I've done this many times. Like this is a realistic goal. And sometimes when people hear that, it's like, wow, that's like way more. I thought that would take like a year or two years. And it's like, no, you're way stronger than you think you are. Mm -hmm. And I've done this with, you know, women in their sixties or like totally new lifters or like people who didn't come from an athletic background. Like you don't need, like, like this is a realistic goal. And so I think like, Yes, you don't have to be amazing on day one, but you can become so much stronger than you think. And it's probably going to happen sooner. And if you actually have like proper form and consistency and you're like following a good program that like you can get a lot stronger than you think you are in a lot shorter period of time. And that's what's honestly like really, really cool about strength training. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. And you mentioned a good point too of the athletic background. I hear so many times like, like not everybody that strength trains weightlifts now yeah. played sports growing up they didn't have an athlete yeah you background. didn't have to be like a d1 athlete before you like right go to your first you didn't have to do class. any sports yeah. you didn't have to do any sports to now be in a strength training like it's not just for you know the I, I work with women who started in their 50s right that was the exactly. starting yeah that's right. totally fine like you don't you don't need to be you don't need to be this yeah if you if you weren't like pro volleyball player in high school then like you can't join a crossfit class like no this is for everybody everyone can become stronger right like even if or if you just played dungeons and dragons in high school and like they, you know what i mean and you didn't do any sports like that's fine you don't it's not a requirement at all to yeah. bring the to whole get team into strength training yeah bring all your dungeons and dragons friend uh, absolutely and, yeah. yeah i use that as an example because that's what my husband plays but well he did they, play i don't know they can all get stronger absolutely right the and there's actually gyms that are built around that concept too like I think there's one called like nerd fitness and it's literally like a CrossFit gym for people that do all like the gaming things. You know what I mean? I'm so about you don't it. Ha- yeah. I'm here for it. You don't have to have that. You don't have to grow up playing sports or be a dancer or be a gymnast to get into fitness. Now I would have them on the podcast. If you know the owner, let me know. We'll bring them on. I'll ask my uh, husband. Cause that would be, yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, what, where can people find you? Like you have your own services online. I know you're not like directly fitness related, but let us know, like, you know, what you do online and where can people find you if they're either curious about your own journey, if they have questions about it, or if they are curious about what you do. Yeah. So I'm a dietitian and online nutrition coach, and you can find me on Instagram at Meredith Kane dot nutrition. Uh, I'm going to spell it because there's many ways to spell Meredith and Kane, uh, M E R E D I T H. K-A-N-E dot nutrition. Um, come find me on Instagram. Come hang out, DM me. I'm always on there. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today and sharing your journey into strength training. Yeah. Thanks for your time and expertise. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks everyone for listening to another episode of Who's Lifting Today.